Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety and learn how to be more fully present in life. Each week, I'm speaking with experts in the fields of entrepreneurship, nutrition, mindset, sex, spirituality, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a writer, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. Through my own struggle to balance the demands of motherhood and life, I discovered that to truly be happy, we need to be present. Your journey to feeling less stressed and more blissfully present in your own life starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am so glad that you're here. In this episode, I am speaking with multi-millionaire entrepreneur, business coach, and host of the Project Me podcast, Tiffany Carter. She's here to take the mystery out of how to make a lot of money, and then not only how to make it, but how to keep it. And what you're going to hear in this episode is how important your money mindset is in not only attracting wealth, but in sustaining it. And how even if you think you don't have an issue with money mindset, I guarantee you if you have any kind of problems with money in your life, it's because of how you think about money mindset and how you view your own self-worth. So it's incredibly fascinating and the things Tiffany shares, I know are going to help you and hopefully set off a ton of aha moments. I know for me, I definitely had a few during this episode and I think you're really going to enjoy how real and raw Tiffany is with what she shares and it's going to bring you a lot of value. So if you love what you hear, please share it with a friend, uh, screenshot it and share it on your Insta story and uh, share it with people who you know need to hear this because I guarantee you when you change your money mindset and Tiffany's going to show you exactly how to do that, you will change your life. So enjoy. Hey guys, I'm so excited to share with you that we have launched our motherhood unstressed affiliate program. And what that means is if you have an audience and you live in the United States, you have the opportunity to make passive income just by sharing your experience with motherhood unstressed. So whether you're a listener and you've tried it and you really love it, contact me. You can apply on the website and get a special code. And when you share your code and your friends use that code to buy their bottle of motherhood unstressed, you earn a commission. And I can tell you the opportunity to make a lot of side hustle money is definitely there. And we have an excellent sales training program. So if you want to take it to the next level, you have all the support that you need. So if you head on over to motherhoodunstressed.com and click on the affiliate application section, we can uh, check you out and get started. Welcome, Tiffany, to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. You are such a wealth of knowledge and just an amazing person all around. So thank you for being on the show. I'm so excited to be on. I mean, I listened to your show. I've had you on my show. Now I feel more complete. I know. We're closing the circle. (laughs) Um, So just to give our listeners a little bit of background about you, why don't you take us through your origin story and how you went from struggling to now a multimillionaire entrepreneur helping women um, in the six-figure range, you know, find their worth and, and, and make it happen fi- financially and in so many other ways? Sure. My, my story is like one of those movies that you see on Lifetime that you know you shouldn't watch because you'll be <laughs> up all night, but you can't stop watching it. Um, so I, I won't get into like all the gory details, but, and I, I'm, I use a lot of humor, um, around it, but nothing was really funny about my childhood. I grew up in a very, um, abusive childhood on the outside. 
I was like the second or third wealthiest family in the area I lived in. So everyone knows those, you know, wealthy suburban communities. So Mm -hmm. on the outside, right, we had like the giant house, two full state-of-the-art gourmet kitchens, a wine cellar that's the size of most people's bedrooms, um, an Olympic-sized pool. I could go on and on. So from the outside... You know, people envied us um, and people really had no idea, right? You do not know what's going on in someone's home. Mm -hmm. And I was taught from an early age, right? Like this was a secret. Like I knew not to let anyone in on that secret. So I was sexually abused from the age of 11 to 21. I was date raped at 15. So as you guys can imagine, I had no self-worth. I was taught that I'm only worthy of being on this planet by what I can do for others. Mm -hmm. And that means do anything. I was taught if you love someone, whatever they want from you, they get it. If even if you love your boss, you know, or a, you know, a platonic friendship, whatever someone loves, if you love them and you want them to love you, they get to have all of you. So you can imagine the recipe for disaster that created going into like the work world, right? So I don't know how the hell it happened. I always wanted to be a TV newscaster, probably because I wanted to hear my voice heard. It was my way of like, there was that survivor instinct always in me. I knew I wanted to be heard. I didn't know how. Um, I So I ended up on TV. Wow. <laughs> so in my 20s, I was a TV newscaster for NBC, CBS, and then I had a syndicated uh, program on CNN, which is funny because I'm, I wasn't a parent then, and I'm still not a parent of humans now. I'm a fur mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was the parenting reporter, like the parenting expert. I, oh, I love it. it. <laughs> like, it's so media, right? It's like, I mean, <laughs> it's like, imagine if you named your show, like, you know, and your brand, what it's named, and you didn't have any kids. Like, <laughs> It's like genius. Well, that's right. It's like kind of seemed like a fraud and like people would at that time there wasn't, you know, social media, but people would email in with their parenting questions. And it's like, here I'm in my twenties. I don't have kids. Like I didn't know like how to answer. It was very weird. Anyway. So (laughs) I knew I made nothing, right? Like a lot of people think you make a lot of money doing that. I made $17,000 a year. Um, yeah, you got makeup, you got wardrobe, but like you guys, $17,000 a year, like that's nothing. Right. So I was eating ramen. Um, the only way you make big money in that industry is you have to make it. So it's similar to acting, right? You have to end up like a Katie Couric, mm. you know, or something like that. It's like a one percenter. Even people in markets like where I live in LA, the reporters in LA are barely making six figures. People don't know. It looks, again, you guys look at that replication, looked glamorous on the outside, right. <laughs> but people have no idea. Same with my childhood, <laughs> you know? So people, oh, you're on TV, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I knew in order for me to make more of an impact on this world and for me to eventually get my story out there to help other women, even though I wasn't clear yet on how I would do that, I knew I needed to make more money and I left that industry. I also left full transparency because 
I, the cracks started coming through because I hadn't had any therapy or anything like that. I was in full denial about all the sexual abuse. So imagine being on live TV and you know there's hundreds of thousands of people watching you and you're, you, I feel like a fraud, right? Mm. It was, it, I was crawling out of my skin. So even if I won the lotto, I would have still at that time had to leave broadcasting. It was way too uncomfortable for me. So I got into the corporate world because I saw like what a lot of my friends were doing. They were in pharmaceutical sales. And I'm sure most of you guys listening are familiar with like pharma reps, pharmaceutical sales. It's like you get the company car, you get a laptop, you get an expense account. All the girls are wearing, you know, cute outfits, mm-hmm. you know, you're peddling drugs. <laughs> and I was like, and I, you know, I've always been really into, you know, health and fitness and wellness. So I was like, oh my God, like that's, that sounds amazing. Very hard industry to get in, but that survivor instinct in me, I always make sure I, I do end up getting what I want. So I got in did that whole corporate career, but it's like, be careful what you wish for and what you think you want, because that was hardcore corporate America. I did very well. I'm very grateful because that's where all my foundations for my sales and marketing training came from. They invested, they, they say it's about $500,000 per person they invest, which, I mean, they send you to Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar. Mm -hmm. I mean, they send you, they pay for all those courses, which you guys know are, if you don't know, I mean, even just to get a single basic ticket at Tony Robbins is 500, you know, so they pay for all that. You have a full library of books, all that. So I'm very grateful, but it was still corporate America. And remember, I had that self-worth situation, okay, (laughs) where I had none. So corporate America, even not corporate America, even a regular, you know, basic job, they love people like that because Mm -hmm. you're willing to sacrifice yourself all the time for the, for the company, for whatever is needed. So I worked easily 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Anytime there was an extra project, I raised my hand. I raised my hand so much, they just started giving it to Tiffany. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I was in that grind. I did very well. I made a lot of money, right? But at my own expense. And then I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I had all those thoughts like a lot of you guys have probably had where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this. Then it would go back and forth of, but oh my God, you know, I'm making, you know, I made just in a base salary, I was in six figures. That mm-hmm. didn't include bonuses, my expense account, all the perks, the car, the car insurance, the gas was even paid for. So I was like, oh my God, for me to leave this, I would have to, you know, I would really have to be cranking it in order to, you know, have my own company. And then finally, enough was enough. We make massive change only when we're in massive pain. Hmm. And I was in enough pain from every area of my life. At this point, I've had, you know, a lot of therapy, you guys. Um, <laughs> and I knew that I had to do something because I, I was dying a slow death. I really felt like that. And I coach other people and have other people hit me up on Instagram and Facebook that tell me they feel that too. Like every time they're driving to work, mm-hmm. they feel like they're a robot or dying a slow death. Or And you have we get one life. I at least knew that. I was like, listen, 
I've, I don't care. I'm willing to roll the dice now. I'm in so much pain. And that's when we have change. Um, so because of my personality type, I'm a Virgo. Virgos tend to be (laughs) shocking, right? (laughs) Virgos tend to be um, more cautious. We we take risks, but we like to have things. It's a planned risk, so Mm -hmm. to speak. So this is where I developed the straddling method that I now teach where I did the side hustle, right? Side hustle while doing my full time and then transitioned into my uh, having my business full time. And that only took me six months. Wow. That's amazing. So I know I kind of went long on that initial part of the story, but that was, that was 11 years ago now. So I still have that first company that I started as a side hustle. It's called uh, TLC Enterprises. Um, That, that company is primarily focused um, in the doing digital marketing in the pharmaceutical and medical space. So it's a corporate type business. Those are my clients. Mm. Project Me with Tiffany, I just started last year. And that's my sole brand. Like this is my purpose, Mm. right? And that was actually scarier for me to start because this is like resonates deep in my heart to be able to take everything that I've learned, mistakes, wins, strategies, tips that I've learned through, you know, growing, um, a multi-million dollar empire for myself into being able to package it and teach other women how to do the same for themselves. Um, and that was just last year and we, and we already are at six figures. So that was fast. Right. Right. But I think that that's because you know, you know exactly what you're doing and you, you have a strategy and you just connect so well with people. I mean, and I think too, like whenever you share your story, like you were completely just open right now. And I so respect that. And I admire that because it's hard, you know, 99% of people out there aren't doing that or feel completely paralyzed by that thought. So kudos to you for, for being able to be brave like that. Thank you. And well, and I always say like, it takes one to know one. So you, you're a very authentic person. That's why you and I connect, right? Like, otherwise I wouldn't feel connected to you. Mm-hmm. So you, you do know what it takes. And listen, there's a reason why I didn't start, right? 11 years ago with Project Me with Tiffany, or even five years ago, I had to repair my self-worth and find my confidence and fall in love with myself before I could ever do a personal based brand. Otherwise I'd be a fraud. Mm. I had to, in order, I would never have been able to get on stages and tell my story. I had to repair myself first. We can only give back to others what we've already given ourselves. Right. So I had to do all of that work first. So I get why so many people can't do it. You have to do that hard work on yourself first. Oh, absolutely. So when you work with clients, is that that intensive self-worth, self-care, is that one of the first things that you tackle or is it all just business? That's such a great question. So at first, right, because so even though I obviously am not new to being an entrepreneur and a business owner, right? But this is still a new business and it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, I've grown it fast already, but it's still a new business. And you have to let your customers, your ideal client, they tell you what they need and want, right? I can think all day long and imagine what you guys would want, but it doesn't mean shit. 
unless you guys tell me what you want. I'm getting the feedback and you're paying for it, right? Mm -hmm. So I was thinking you guys wanted me to go right into strategy, right into me showing you, you know, how to scale your business, how to start cranking in dollars, how those clients quickly, because I was listening to people's pain, you know, like, oh my God, I'm going to have to stop doing this business. I'm going to have to go back to a job. I'm still working a job because I don't have consistency with clients. I'm not making enough money. What am I doing wrong? I was all focusing on that like a Virgo thinker, right? Okay, (laughs) this is their issue. And I'm an expert at knowing how to solve this. Like I can solve it, right? But then what I noticed happened is I would be coaching people and I could teach them all the strategy. I could lay out a business plan for them that knocks it out of the park, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have mindset issues and money mindset and self-worth issues that are there and aren't dealt with, you'll sabotage all of it. And you won't even necessarily know you're doing it. Mm. There's so many subtle ways we sabotage ourselves. I've done it myself. You know, part of my story is at, I had a million dollars in the bank by the time I was 30. And as, and I was, as soon as I hit that million dollar mark in my bank, I was like, oh my God, I'm a baller. I thought I was awesome. Three months later, I lost almost all of it. All tied to self-worth. Wow. That's incredible. Yes. A long way around, you know, your question is now I always say, you guys, we have to start with mindset, money mindset, which ties to self-worth. And then I even, now I even say, and I know you're rolling your eyes or cringing inside because Mm -hmm. you're thinking, oh my God, this is not what I wanted to pay for. I wanted (laughs) Tiffany to just tell me how the hell to do the thing and make the money and get the clients. And so I don't even let them even start thinking that. I already say, I know what you're thinking. I would be thinking it too if I were in your shoes. Like, oh God, I could have done that by reading, you know, reading a book from the self-help section at Barnes & Noble, (laughs) you know? So I already like call out what they're thinking. And I said, listen, we have to do this process. Of course, I'm going to bring in strategy very early, but then I remind them of examples of myself and other clients I have of why I'm doing it this way. That's why I have to say to people, to work with me, you have to trust the process. I'm not like shooting from the hip here. There's a lot of years of experience and trial and error going on. And I'm here to serve you and to support you and for you to be your best. I'm not just like making it up. Like it's not like I like got it out of like coaching 101 or something. What is it then? I mean, do you think most of your clients even realize that they have a money mindset issue or is it working with you that they, they bring in that self-awareness? Cause I'm honestly curious because I feel like most people think like, Oh, I like myself. I have a good money mindset. I just don't have any money, you know? So what, what is it that you find most commonly with your clients around money and mindset? I love you. See, you have so much experience, so you already know, but yeah, people, don't think that they have a mindset issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have a 10% about, I would say, I love using numbers, can't help it, business person. (laughs) Um, About 10% of people come to me going, Tiffany, I have a problem. I have hired multiple courses, or uh, coaches. I have done courses. I have done the books. I have done it all. I've tried it on my own. And clearly there is something wrong here. There's a block. 
and that block has to be me. So there are about 10% of people who have already spent a lot of money and time and aggravation, and it's taken them all out to figure out that it must be them. So I do have people like that. Mostly people go, oh no, like I'm confident, like Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good with myself. Like, yeah, I have some insecurities, but I'm confident and I know I want to make a lot of money and, and I deserve to make money and I have a vision board and all this stuff. And it's like, and I, I always use stories as examples. My coach, because you always want to hire coaches that are several levels, right? Above where you are, not Mm -hmm. someone who's at your level. So my coach is worth a hundred million dollars. I've had him I got him five years into my first business, which was five years too late, but I digress. (laughs) Uh, I'm stubborn. So he even says to me, because I have stuff that comes up. He says to me, the more money you make, you just have more on the line financially. So he recently got into some hotel deal, right? Where he's worth a hundred million. He has 50 million in. You guys, it's all relative. That's 50% -hmm. of his net worth in on the game. And he said he woke up sweating because he was like, oh my God, this is the most on the line I've ever put on a business venture. What if I lose it all? And now I've lost my legacy to my, you know, my kids and then their, and my grandkids and for generations to come. Cause that's his why is mm. being able to create like a full family, like dynasty where, you know, for generations and generations, no one has to pay, you know, college is paid for trust funds, all that. So he even has that. So I use that as as an example. I have millions in the bank and I will still freak out going, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm putting so much money out there to invest in Project Me for it to really take off and be done the right way. I could end up losing everything and live in a tent. I mean, we (laughs) we all have them. So I try to use stories as examples. And then what happens is, after you know talking a little bit further, then they'll start some of it will unravel, come out mm-hmm. well, yeah, you know, I was freaking out the other day about x, y, and z. You see so what we, I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and I think once you do start to unravel that, it becomes super clear and you're like, well, of course, you know, this makes total sense. But what's one thing that our listeners can do to you know, besides bring awareness around that and any kind of hiccups they might have about their own money mindset, what can they do to have a more abundant mindset and so that they can start becoming more in alignment with, you know, financial success? There's a couple things. Number one, we cannot, we cannot change or shift anything that we don't acknowledge and uncover about ourselves. Mm. So I would say, you guys, and you can do this exercise, not if you're driving, so you'll have to go back through, but <laughs> ask yourself a couple of these questions. I go, I go really deep into it with people. And if, and if you've forgotten these questions or you want more, just uh, DM me on Instagram at Project Me with Tiffany or on Facebook. And I will shoot you back some like deeper level questions to help you out. So I would ask yourself, number one, what was the mood and feeling around money growing up? Mm-hmm. You know, what was the mood and feeling like when it was, you know, when it was time to spend money or you guys moved or it was holiday time or it was like that time billing, bill, bill of the month time? Like what was the energy around money, you know, when you went shopping with your parent or caregiver? And I want you to write everything down and you're not judging or putting these people down. 
Just write everything down that comes out because this is your own experience, okay? The next thing I would do is say, what were the common things that were said about money with people who were close to me in my life? So not just parents, but grandparents, an uncle, your sister, maybe like a a husband or a wife or an ex-husband or, you know, like a boyfriend you had a long time or a best friend, people who were significant in your life, because we end up absorbing a lot of things that people say who are around us a lot. You know, you notice you start talking like the person. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want you to write all those down. Like, for example, you would think, right, with how I was raised, you know, I was raised really wealthy, right? You would think, how could you have mindset issues? You were raised wealthy. Well, that's where that's where the self-worth comes down. Here's, here's how it works. My mom, my mom's a hardcore, crazy workaholic entrepreneur, okay? She went to Harvard. She's in her 70s now and still works 10 hours a day. It's not normal and that's not healthy. But anyway, I saw that. That was modeled for me growing up. And she would say, in order to make it in this world and to be successful, you have to give an arm and a leg. She would even say, you have to almost kill yourself, mm-hmm. Right. So what I was taught money mindset wise is if I want to have a luxury lifestyle and I want to have massive success, I have to damn near kill myself. Mm. Well, guess what happened? I almost damn near killed myself doing it. So it doesn't have to be literal like, oh, when we went, you know, my mom never, you know, my parents bought me whatever I wanted. That's why you have to go deeper than that. Mm. So I wanted to give you guys that example. You start writing all those down, there's no way you're not going to have stuff come up. So with whatever big ones really come up that you notice that you even kind of say it yourself out loud or you think it when you're about to buy something or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, you're about to, to, you know, hire Liz, right? And then you have some something come up in your head like, Oh well, you know, that's only for that's only what rich people do is hire, you know, is hire someone to coach and help them. Or, you know, you have something like that coming up, then you need to write down and writing, you have to write it. Okay. I don't really want you to use your phone if you have to initially. It's very important you write it down. And then I want you to create affirmations, so money mantras that combat, so to speak that replace these crazy bullshit beliefs Mm -hmm. that we've come up with. So one of mine is, um, I attract massive amounts of money with ease and joy, right? So that combats the whole, in order to make massive amounts of money, you have to kill yourself. Yes. So you need to create, and they should be simple. They need to be in present tense and they need to be in first person. So I, And they should be short. And I want you to put that mantra everywhere. Make it on your phone. Put it on a post-it on your computer. I want you to put it everywhere to the point where anytime that thought then comes up in your head, or even if you hear someone else say it, right? I'll hear people like at Equinox, like in the gym, I'll hear, you know, I'll hear a lady talking about something like, oh my God, like, you know, well, I know if I, I know if I want to get that, I'm going to have to work more. Mm. See, I hear someone else say, cause I recognize someone else saying it. Cause now I've turned my conscious mind onto it. Right. I'll say my mantra in my head, even <laughs> though she said it because I am, I'm re I'm retraining and reprogramming my mind with the truth, not with a lie. You're not like, 
taking something that's true and trying to Mm -hmm. reprogram it with a lie. You're taking something that's a false belief and reprogramming it with the truth. Does that make sense? Yeah. Essentially rewiring your brain and your, your habits. Yeah. And it's, is it absolutely true? Like that's my therapist now. She's, she's Mm. awesome. Um, what's up Lorraine? (laughs) (laughs) But she's, she taught me when you have like a fear thought, whether it's about money or something else, ask yourself, is this 100% absolutely certain and true? And most of the time it's not. Right. Most of the time what we think is not, you know, it is not certain and true. So if it's not certain and true, well, now your brain goes, oh, okay. Like truth always knocks out false limiting beliefs because our brain then can't, gets confused. Like, oh, wait, it's not, it's not actually a fact. It's not true. And that's what you want. You want to, you want to rattle up that mind of yours. That's so powerful. Like that line alone, I think is going to help so many people just stop, you know, rushing to fear and, and rushing to these old patterns of thinking that really aren't serving them anymore. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't serve you, but so many are so ingrained, right? Mm-hmm. So I still have to be very cautious about overworking. Like when I say I am a recovered workaholic, I'm not doing it to be tongue in cheek and cute. I mean it seriously. It yeah. can be an addiction, but not surprising. I picked that one up, right? That's what was modeled for me. And then when you go in corporate America, right? They love workaholics. So then I made a lot of money because of it. I won awards because of it. So it was so reinforced. Mm -hmm. So I still have to catch myself, right? So I just, you know, I just launched a couple things in in, uh, Project Me. And, you know, when you're in launch mode, you know, I mean, it's, you have to, you put in extra time. There's a lot more work, right? And I had a, yeah, it's a push. And I have to be very careful, like, now I notice how I woke up this morning. My allergies are really bad. I'm not breathing clearly, right? Even though I took my CBD. Hey. <laughs> that's probably why I slept, right? I mean, truly, that's probably why I was able to sleep even though I can't breathe clearly. And so it's like, I know that's a sign. Like, oh, Tiffany, you mm. went down that path again. See, that those paths will still live in your mind. That's why you have to be on top of your mindset stuff every day. At first, it's going to seem like work like mm-hmm. and annoying. I mean, it was very annoying to me when I started it. And then it just becomes um, natural and then it becomes enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So now I enjoy it. So I'll share what my current mantras are like in my Instagram stories, because I know if it helps me, it could help someone else or it could help spark an idea for one for yourself. And some people will like do a screenshot, you know, if that one works for them and then they Mm -hmm. just save it, save it on their phone. I mean, what do you, what do you see a gazillion times a day? That's like where I tell people to put their vision boards. Well, your phone will put the damn mantra on your phone and you know, so what if someone sees what it is? It's a positive message. Like who cares? You know, you see your computer screen, so you can make it as a screensaver or put a post-it somewhere near there, or you can make it pretty like my people who are creatives out there and have, um, put it in a draw something nice or color something nice and put it in a cute picture frame on your desk. So you want it to be somewhere where you're seeing it so many times. I also have a post-it note in my car. And it works, bottom line. 
So not doing it, you're just going to keep those false beliefs in there and they will sneak up on you, you guys. They will sneak up on you. You'll end up hiring people that you wish you'd never hired that cost you time and money. You'll Hmm. end up doing what I did, which was trusting a referred, a highly referred financial advisor without doing any due diligence on my own or research or checking in with my gut instinct about how I felt when I spoke with the person and met with them. I ignored it because what did I know? I had no self-worth. So I just went based off of a referral from a highly prestigious doctor because I was like, well, they're better than me. So, you know, any weird, you know, spidey senses I got, I was like, well, what do I know? I'm an idiot, Mm. you know? And in three months, um, he lost almost all my money. And you sign, you know, when you work with financial advisors, there's a risk, right? So there was no recourse. It's not like I could sue the person. So that's what I mean by it's sneaky, right? I mean, that's, that was sneaky because I had no self-worth and I didn't feel I was deserving of making money with ease and joy. I lost all that money I earned. Wow. I mean, I love how you actually just gave like a super practical thing that everyone can do, you know, cause you can talk a lot about, you know, have self-worth, work on yourself, you know, do this, but actually having something physical in your space and like in your car, like that you can see every single day, like everyone can do that. You know, everyone listening can absolutely do that and make it their own. Yeah. I'm all about practical, whether it's mindset or business. I, you know what it is? I think it's because I would being in like, you know, and pharmaceuticals are so big on training you, which is awesome. I mean, they train you on everything, like I said, but I've seen the best of the best speakers. I've also seen the worst of the worst. (laughs) (laughs) And I've done, you know, I've done a lot of courses and all that stuff, you guys too. And I hate when people are like too high level and there's no practical takeaways. It's like, even whether it's on a podcast or even if you're on their Instagram, it's like, you're just talking like, oh, well, you know, you need to love yourself because you're worthy and the (laughs) light, and it's like, that's beautiful to read. (laughs) And I've read it like a million times in my life. There's nothing wrong, wrong with reading that. But I want like tangible things that I can actually do from someone who's done it and says, no, like this works. Like it's worth the time and effort to try it. Absolutely. Which leads me to my next question. Um, And it's something that you talk a lot about on your Instagram, which I just find so attractive and interesting is the power of manifestation. Because this is something that you do you know, whether it's through your affirmations or just business, but talk to us about how manifestation uh, relates to money mindset and how the listener can really tap into that unseen power. One of two things happens when I, when I start talking about manifestation, either someone's like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Metaphysical bullshit. Or they're like, oh, hell yes. I love it. I want more of it. Um, So first off is you have to be very open and receptive to learning about it. Um, Otherwise, it's not going to work. So if you're not open and receptive to it, at least be willing to be open and receptive to it. There's no point in you listening to this part of this interview because it just, it won't work. You have too much resistance. Mm. So I've used uh, manifestation practices. You guys, you know, heard of the book, The Secret, The Law of Attraction. I have used those practices since I was about 25 
the universe, which is so incredible, had me meet someone who was, is actually a spiritual psychologist in that space randomly at Gold's Gym. It wasn't random. Nothing's mm-hmm. random in this world. But I mean, he had like the bald head. He looked like a Buddha, the whole <laughs> thing. And so I learned from an early teacher before it was, it was like right when the secret was like freshly popular, Mm -hmm. but I don't even, there wasn't even the, you know, they made a movie out of it too. There wasn't even the movie yet, you know? So it was like early on and I learned from someone on a very deep level. um, And that's what really helped me. So there's a couple things that are really important with manifestation. If you don't put it out there clearly in the universe in multiple ways, by stating it, by writing it, by creating a vision board, um, by thinking it, if you, by feeling it, if you don't put it out there extremely clearly to the universe, what you absolutely desire and be really honest about it without judgment and put it out there, I can tell you it won't happen. Or if it happens, you'll lose it. Hmm. So you have to get that real. It's a fun exercise. Some people get anxiety because I tell people to take a check. You can write, you know, void all over the back of it. (laughs) Take a check and write a check to yourself from the universe and put the dollar amount that you want to make in 2019 on there. Now, I tell people now, don't put a date. You can put the year if you want, um, or you can leave it blank because you want to leave space for universal timing, right? Mm. You don't want to be, whether you guys believe in God or whatever you believe in, you don't want to tell the higher power, so to speak, how to do its job to the point where it's like rude, right? You need to leave some space for divine timing, So when people do that part, when they write that check, I can't tell you how many times, you know, people take pictures of their vision board and DM me, which I freaking love seeing them. Mm -hmm. But if I see something on there that I know is a limiting belief showing up, I am going to call them out on it. And people are afraid to put the real dollar amount they want to make in 2019. So they put like $50,000. And I'm like, that's bull. I know that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you might be satisfied with that, right? Because you're making nothing now. But what do you want? What do you deeply desire? So that's really, really important to do that. Once you put that out, again, all these things have to happen. You have to feel it, think it, say it, write it, visualize it. And you put all this in place in places that you come across all day. Like I have multiple vision boards all over my house. In fact, in my podcast studio, I'm looking at my three of my vision boards while I'm talking and saying this right now. You put it all over the place, right? And every time you see it, even if you're taking two seconds just to imagine and know what that will feel like to have those things on your vision board manifest and be in your life. Even if it's two seconds, all those seconds add up. If you want to go deeper, spend more time, meditate on it. But it's really important that you're trusting and surrendering to the universe. I know that all of this is is happening, not going to happen, happening for me now or better right? Because you're leaving room for the universe to do more magic. Mm -hmm. So this is all happening for me now or better. And it's in divine timing. You just have to trust the timing. Um, Mm -hmm. The other quick thing I would say is if you've never done this before, 
Start with something small, okay? Because I also will see this and people will send me their lists or take pictures and DM me their um, vision boards is they go way too far with it, mm. right? So maybe they're making nothing now and they have a check for $10 million to themselves by <laughs> December of 2019. Now, I, yeah. love, right, I love people who... I love people who have big goals. That's awesome. But that can be a sneaky money mindset. Mm-hmm. That's like a, it's a setup for, it's a setup for disappointment and sabotage. That'd be like going on a date and being like, this is the man of my dreams. And you're like gone on two dates. <laughs> like you're setting Wait, yourself up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never done that. Right. <laughs> I mean, but you, you're setting yourself up because so it's not possible for that to be lived up to. So you ha- not to say it can't happen, but it is that that's not a good practice either. So you want to pick numbers and things that are a little scary, right? But that aren't that don't have so much resistance to it. Like, you know, if you've never, you know, barely ever never traveled out of the United States or something like that, and you've put on there your whole board is plastered with travels to like Zimbabwe and Antarctica, you know what I mean? And you want all that travel. That's awesome. Um, But I also want you to put some things on there, like maybe, you know, I'm talking for like people who live in the US, but you might want to put in there like the Bahamas or Mm -hmm. Mexico. You can still have the other things, right? But don't, you could, don't set yourself up for disappointment. I want you to think big, but you need to leave room. Otherwise, what I see people happen, it's very tricky. It'll be like, now let's fast forward to June of 2019. Tiffany, this manifesting thing is bullshit. It didn't work. Not one thing on my board came true, you know, because, because your board is like filled with like insane things. You want insane things, but you want them now. Well, first off, it's divine timing, right? So you don't necessarily know what the best time and order is for things to happen in your life. So you need to have a mix of things on your board. So you need to have things that are, so to speak, a little more um, tangible. And then you can pepper in things that are, you know, really, really, so to speak, out there. But make sure you do you do a combination. And I also tell people to practice things like manifesting $100 for that mm-hmm. week or yeah. cop, you know, and I'm not, I didn't come up with that. That's in a lot of the manifestation, um, you know, books and teachings you read. But I started with parking um, spaces. So my, um, my teacher in manifestation, you know, at the gym we were at at the time at Gold's Gym, there, I, would, I would actually complain. Like I would be late meeting him because we'd take like a class or something together. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I had to park all the way here on the third floor. And he just like had this calm, like Buddha smile, <laughs> you know, like, cool. oh, there's my student. Like she has <laughs> so much to learn. And um, we would have these sessions. It sounds so weird. It wasn't sexual at all, but we'd have like, they had this like crazy, like 50 person hot tub at this Gold's Gym. <laughs> and we would have a lot of our sessions in the hot tub because it was in a place that he knew I was relaxed mm. and I enjoyed. So it was a good vibe place to discuss all that. So he had me start practicing manifesting on parking spaces. And what happened is, is I was blown away. Like, it's not like I had the first spot, 
but I like started now I'm now I'm on the second floor, not the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. And I ended up on the first floor. And what that does is it tells our brain and our self subconscious, oh my God, this thing really works. Yes. And when you believe something really works, then it starts opening up for you to then go to another level, right? To something bigger because you already believe it works. If you're not really a big believer in it working, you have to start small or you're going to sabotage the whole thing. I totally agree. And honestly, finding parking spaces or manifesting parking spaces is one of my favorite and almost daily things that I do. It absolutely works. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I'm past parking spaces now. Um, so, and when I say I'm past it, this is where I'm at. You guys have done this work a long time. Okay. So I'm not, I don't want to set you up thinking like in three days, you're going to be where I'm at, but <laughs> I just know I'm going to have a spot. Oh. And spot that is, it's the right spot for me. And guess what? Even if that spot is, let's say 10 spots from the door versus two spots from the door, I always see why I'm in that spot. Like the other day I was at like the CVS pharmacy parking lot here, which is a shit show, by the way. <laughs> we need to have like, seriously, we need to like start a business, Liz, and have like a pharmacy like dedicated for like busy women and moms. That's like oh, God, not, yeah. not a disaster where there's like, where it's like a drive up. You know, this is so crazy. Anyway, so this parking lot is notorious, right? And it's, it's been raining in LA, which is like Armageddon. God. <laughs> We're so spoiled. So I was like, I, and I didn't even think about it, but I noticed, I do notice though. I was like, oh, okay. So the open spot is 10 from the door. And I go, oh, that's interesting. I don't go, oh, my manifesting, you know, my manifesting juju's off. I was, I just go, oh, that's interesting. Cause I know there's a reason. I trust that there's a reason. When I came out and I pulled out the person who was in the second spot, like right next to the handicap from the door, they got an offender bender. <gasps> Which is not uncommon in this lot, by the way, because no one (laughs) attention. I was like, see, there you go. I'm glad I was in that spot. So then when something happens like that, or when you find when when that hundred dollars comes to you, right? Whether it's in the form of a discount or a gift card you find you found that you forgot about, or whatever it is, or through straight cash, right? When that happens, you also have to make sure you say thank you. Thank you to the universe. Thank, and I say thank you. Thank you for taking care of me and looking out for my greatest good. That's my line always. My greatest that. good. Because I don't listen. And, you know, keep in mind, like for the third time, I'm telling you I'm a Virgo, which means like there's a control issue there, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I do know now that Tiffany doesn't know what always is best for Tiffany, right? Mm-hmm. The universe does know what's best for me because a lot of stuff, like how many of you guys, like Liz, how many things have happened to you where like, this sucks, I don't like this, but then you look back and you're like, nope, that was supposed to happen that way. Oh, so many, countless. Right. Because we don't, if we, if we were, if we had to decide everything and we had to pick everything, it would be a mess. We don't always know what's best. We have to learn lessons first. Just like I couldn't have had Project Me with Tiffany Carter, that couldn't have been my first company. Yeah, sometimes I will be honest when I'm, you know, when I'm on Instagram or whatever and I see these girls who are in there, you know, who are 25 years old and they have a gazillion followers and they've been doing this since they were 17. Sometimes, you know, I'm like, God, you know, I wish I started this 
you know, years ago. But then I catch myself because no, divine timing. I was supposed to start it when I started it because if I started it sooner, I would have A, been a fraud because I wouldn't have had my self-worth figured out. Um, And two, I had to um, be a seasoned entrepreneur in order to teach people what I know. I had to go through more crap. You know, that's, that's my whole jam, you know, is that I have 11 years of proven experience, right, under my belt. Like, that's my, that's my zone of genius, so to speak. That's my big value. So that's, that's such just, a great realization. That yeah, moment. you know, and just, and I know, I know a lot of us do that or like, oh mm-hmm. my God, look at that, that girl's been on that whole fitness path for so long. She looks amazing. You know, we all have a reason, a divine reason why our timing is now. You know, I'll give a quick example because I love this one. I have a client who came to me very upset um, because she's mad at herself that she didn't start her personal as a, you know, more of like a, a health, like a health uh, fitness coach, wellness coach. She didn't start it sooner because she's following all these, you know, boss babes and seeing how, how many years they've been doing it. I should have started it sooner, but I was married to a very controlling man who wouldn't let me you know, post stuff online, like fitness, you know, cause you have to, obviously when you're in that space, you do have to show your body. Yeah. And he wouldn't let her do that. And she was very upset with herself and beating herself up. And that was, you know, she came to me after they were divorced and I go, thank God you didn't start it because you would have crushed it and made a ton of money. And that asshole would have gotten half of it. They'll <laughs> be paying him probably alimony. Or, you know, and she went, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. So see, <laughs> that's divine timing, right? You know, was, thank God she, she didn't do that. Right. Absolutely. Um, so there's always, there's always a reason why your time is, we have no idea what someone else's path is. And it sounds very grim, but when I'm like in a bad zone, like I'm hormonal or something mm-hmm. and I start going down a path, it sounds grim and I don't wish death on anyone, but we don't know how long anyone's going to be here on earth. So someone who's peaked and they're making a million a year and they're 25 years old, or they're making hundreds of hundreds of thousands and they're 28 or these YouTube stars that are like, can't even drink and they're making <laughs> millions that we don't, that could be their peak. We don't right. know. We don't know, God forbid, if they're not going to be able to work in a year or some life circumstance takes them away. We don't know someone's path. I'm not wishing that on them. I'm just right. saying we have no idea. It's really none of our business, in fact. So Absolutely. I just want you guys to like, kind of like know that when you start going down that mode, just remind yourself of that because it is divine time and there truly is a reason. But you have to, you have to trust to believe that you have to trust in something bigger than yourself. It seems like, like that's kind of the underlying theme. I feel like of this podcast is, is having that trust in the universe and having that awareness of, you know, what you're really capable. If you just kind of can let go and then, you know, see what happens. You know, if you rewire your brain in such a way that you know, amazing things can happen in your life. Oh, without a doubt. That's why, like going back to one of your first questions to me, why we now start when you work with me, or, you know, if you're part of my, you know, Project Me Passive Income Posse, which is my like first ever, you know, exclusive group that I've created, um, we start 
And we will continue with money mindset, self-worth stuff. It's Mm -hmm. all, there's strategy, there's business plans, there's all that. But I, I make sure I get on there. They have to answer questions because then I'm doing a disservice. I, like I said, we could, you could learn all the things and sabotage all Mm -hmm. of it. It's, and it's so tricky. It's just unbelievable um, how cunning the human mind is. So fascinating. Oh, I could talk to you forever, but I do. Uh, I want to round out the interview with some rapid fire questions like I always do and kind of bring us full circle here. If you're ready. Okay. I'm bracing myself. Okay. Now <laughs> you've listened to the show. You know, this is coming. <laughs> I know, but I, it's different when it's done to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Financial abundance is freedom and empowerment. Hmm. I believe in Myself. I'm grateful for. God. Mm. And what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Oh, my good Lord. I would say, I'm going to probably, oh, my God, I might even cry. I would say that, um, Tiffany, you are worthy just being you, doing nothing, sitting on your bed, just waking up in the morning. You are worthy of everything and all that the world has to offer. Just being you and not doing anything else for anyone, anywhere, anything. Mm, I love that. That's so healing. I think we can all embody that and be better in our lives. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners, what is the best way to find you online to check out the amazing work that you're doing? And I love on your Instagram how how much free content and practical advice that you offer every single day. So how can they find you? Oh, thank you. The best way to reach out to me is through Instagram at Project Me with Tiffany. Um, You can follow me, hang out on my stories, but always DM me. So you hear me on, you know, on this episode, you have follow-up questions. Like I said, you want some like more customized, like mindset questions to ask yourself or whatever it is. Um, you know, t- I always say, test me out. Cause a lot of people don't are shocked that I write them back. It's like, wouldn't tell you to do something and then not follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, so hit me up at project me with Tiffany, um, DM me. And then let me know you obviously came over, um, from Liz's show or what's really cool that I love people to do is you guys take a screenshot that you're listening to this and then tag, obviously tag Liz and myself. So then we both know like, oh, that was valuable. Like, you you know, you guys were cool. And then that way I can get to know you better and know where you came from. Um, And I would, I would love to know that. And you guys can also find out, um, and I don't want to, you guys to think I'm being paid to plug this, which I'm not, but I'm a huge, (laughs) huge fan of Liz's CBD. Like that, and I'm, and I'll be straight up. I'm someone who I'm in California. Okay. It's all legal. I have a lot of, um, sleep difficulty. So I was vaping mm. like real THC, right. Which, and I was doing it because out of necessity, I didn't want to take pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. but now I don't have to do that. So I'm a huge, huge fan. And so, so much so that I've incorporated her brand into my Project Me Passive Income Posse, where I can teach you how to make a passive income stream so that you have additional income coming in from being able to promote and market her CBD line. So we have a couple other things that are in that group, but there's no other CBD line because I only, only will take the best and where it's a really fair um, compensation as well. 
So that's so awesome. I just wanted you, I wanted you guys to know that because I'd be stupid not to mention it on your show because I'm sure a lot of your listeners already try your product. Absolutely. And I think it's such a genius move because the way that marketing now is moving, it's moving to those influencers. It's moving towards, you know, social media marketing. Like that's, that's it. Like that's the playing field. So for anyone listening who you're, you know, you might've been a stay-at-home mom or you, you know, you're, you're ready now to just expand your income and, and just try something different. Um, like definitely reach out to Tiffany cause she is the master and, and is not going to uh, lead you astray. Thank you. It's true. All right, girl. Well, this was amazing. I think I got so much out of this. So I know that the audience will too. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this and for always sharing your wisdom so freely and openly. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, I hope you loved this episode with Tiffany. Um, If you did, if you got a lot out of it, please, please, please share it with a friend. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Those two ways are really the key ways that we can grow and get the show out to more and more people. That's it. So thank you so much for tuning in and definitely go check out Tiffany on Instagram. If you want to grow your business, create more wealth in your life, that is the place to start until next time, guys. Love you. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. This is the finished company bringing you medicinal mushrooms that you can put in your smoothies and your coffee. I take uh, the lion's mane and chaga every single morning in my coffee. You can't really taste it. It's kind of earthy, but I can tell you that my immune system has benefited so much from the power of mushrooms. And I know it sounds weird, but definitely go check it out. Do your research and then get you some. And when you're at the site of Four Sigmatic, use the code UNSTRESSED to save 15%.